Oh, how do I feel about season one? Um, season one was good. It was good. It's it's really hard to go back and listen to the earlier episodes, like episode one, two, three, all the way up to like maybe even eight or nine or ten. You know, we just really we hadn't found the flow yet, and I think that's something we're still working on, but it's, it's definitely gotten a lot better. Um, I don't know. I see season two really taken off we've got we've learned a lot from season one we really have we know a little bit more about the structure that our fans are enjoying uh, what they want to see what they want to hear you know what's been the most popular episode what hasn't what does work what doesn't we're figuring all those things out the things that you have to figure out and uh yeah i don't know it's just been a great time working with brian and all the guests um it's been a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot more guests to come. Some more fun segments, some things that are a little bit different, a little bit uh, a little bit of a departure from what we've been doing, but nothing too crazy. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll be good. It's going to be fun. So season one. Um, I'd say season one is kind of like almost our origin story when you know you get get to the crucial parts of the comics or of the superhero story and you're like wow look at where they're at and then you go all the way back and go oh oh they started here <laughs> so i i'm excited for season two i'm excited to work more with blake um he's been an awesome awesome guy to work with um all our co-hosts all of our guests that have been on the show have been an incredible um, asset to what we've become um, and really the first season was a we were trying to figure out who we are um, we were trying to create some rules where there were none so um, I know that we're going to do great things and it's going to turn out great and it's going to be great so follow us along and come see where it goes back to the finale of season one of the bit by bit podcast the only show that's approved for robot consumption part two continues the conversation with matthew our special guest as uh, we just dig a little bit deeper into a bunch of topics that interest us as just a final wrap up and cap off to the season uh so yeah stick around with us this is it i uh i actually in in not being able to hold in my excitement for um, what is it? Uh, old Colossus, New Colossus, New, New Colossus, Colossus, yeah. New Colossus. I uh, got Old Blood because I haven't played that yet, and I I'm playing it right it. now, dude. Oh man, it's like good. It. it is. It's just as good as uh, the New Order. I feel like. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like I haven't, I haven't even made it that far, and I'm like, I'm, I'm getting that same feeling that I had in New Order. Like, I'm Blazkowicz, man. Yep. Let's kill these yep. Nazis. Like, let's kill every one of these Nazis. <laughs> Did anybody else play Spear of Destiny? Basically oh, Spear of Destiny. I watched a video about it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically just Wolfenstein. All I can, all I can think of was uh, the movie Constantine. 
when you said Spirit Destiny with Keanu Reeves. Um, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he's got that well. personality. But he's got that found the youth thing. Yeah, right. he hasn't aged in 30 years. Yeah. He's like Rob Lowe. Yeah, him and Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly the same. I saw him in a movie recently about like an anorexic girl. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have anything else to say about that. That's my reaction should be enough. Yes. Oh my goodness. So, to bring it back around. Yeah, let's please bring so, it back around. <laughs> speaking of Dune, no. No. Speaking, speaking of Wolfenstein. Speaking of Wolfenstein, we mentioned Doom earlier. It's coming to Switch. Both. The new one. Newer ones. Yeah. Coming to Switch. Wait, the new Colossus is coming to Switch? No way. They can't run that shit. Switch. Oh yeah, they can, man. Can't believe it. Yeah. Can't believe it. Polygon says so. It's insane. Like this, this technology. <laughs> what are you laughing at? This is insane. I, it's insane. I know. I'm, I'm a little drunk. But... <laughs> it's fine. We know. It's fine. Like the hardware should not be able to support that. I feel like it's got pretty good specs, and I'm glad that they've. Taken a taken a hint and upgraded it, you know, because now it's actually getting treated like a current gen console. But it's doesn't it have the same specs as like a 360 one though. Am I like the equivalent? I don't know 100, but even so, that's a huge upgrade. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it's solid. It really is. You see it. It looks great. It runs well, and everything's cartridge based again. Yeah. yeah. Cartridges are the. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Take it in the car. Whatever. Whatever. Which is <laughs> super funny because, you know, when PlayStation was like, we're going to discs, and was, everybody was like, Nintendo in the past now? What's happening? You'll you know? fail. Yeah. <laughs> You'll fail. Wow. I mean, we got Blu-ray now. Everything's on Blu-ray disc. I mean, those things are crazy big. What, you can hold like 100 gigs on a Blu-ray disc now? It's a lot, yeah. 120 gigs or something? I don't know the exact number. but There's well, freaking micro SDs that are almost 200 gigs now. Yep. Oh, yeah. They have, well, I mean, in Blu-ray discs, see, they have the dual-layer ones, which are even... Oh, yeah. 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 I remember when blue, like, dual-layer burnable DVDs were... You had to have, it was like 8 gigs... What is that? That's nothing. It's nothing now. I, yeah. eat, I eat eight gigs for breakfast. Right. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I got a PS3 game. Eight gigs. Yeah. I use C Cleaner to clean eight gigs off of my hard drive <laughs> at least once a week. <laughs> That's how quickly I go through eight gigs. Maybe I should do that. C Cleaner? Do C Cleaner? Yeah, they just had a virus in it. Yikes. Yeah, it was a Trojan Foxes or something. Oh, we had a thing at work. Do you guys know anything about The Evil Within? I played the first one, I did not finish it. But uh, I watch. I've seen gameplay of the second one. How is it? So the second one looks terrifying, man. <laughs> so it's, it gives me like a hardcore Silent Hills vibe. Oh, sure. yeah. Vibe. And uh, I don't, it's, but it also, it's almost like Silent Hills mixed with like Alan Wake or something. Okay. It's like weird, it's got like this darkness aspect where he's like almost hallucinating. Well, I guess he is hallucinating, but the level I saw, he's just walking through like this outdoor area, but if you look up at the sky, like one of the like the moon or something is actually like a giant camera. Okay. And as you like approach this like building, the um, aperture of like the lens turns into an eyeball or whatever, and it's like huh. watching you. 
And then, like, the whole level after that is themed after, like, these camera monsters. Like, it's like a big, <laughs> gangly, like, fleshy monster with a camera face, you know? And I don't know. It's Not strange. camera face. Not <laughs> camera face. Oh, my God. The first one I remember being, it was actually really fun. It was like a spiritual successor to Silent Hill Resident Evil style games. And yeah. I, I don't remember who made it, but I think one of the original guys... I can't remember who it is either now. It has his name on it. Yeah, I can't either. I can never remember. But <laughs> I want to say Remedy, but I know I'm wrong. No. It's not I, Remedy. Maybe it was. Speaking of Remedy, yeah. I'm not going to get us too off track, but they should make another Max Payne game that's like the original Max yeah. Payne 1 and 2, where it was like film noir, graphic novel, narrative style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Instead of like the GTA style. Like yeah, Max Payne 3. where he's in Florida and you're just like, <laughs> just killing everything. Which was produced by Rockstar. Yeah. Sorry to get us off track. I just had to it's get okay. that That's off. That's what I'm still caught up. I had I'm to get it off my mind. I'm still caught up on camera head. I've been holding that inside <laughs> for a while. He's, he's Pyramid <laughs> Head's red-headed stepbrother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got ported over to this game. Pyramid's head brother that went to art school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So, ooh, so we're gonna let's bring up a segment here. So, Matt, you bought a Raspberry Pi. Yes, and recently, I, I have been able to shut up about it as well. So, for the listeners out there that don't know, a Raspberry Pi is a computer, but it's about thirty dollars. It's everything necessary to run pretty much any type of smart object, anything connected to the internet, Internet of Things type. Objects. Yes. Well, it's got like a um, flavor of Debian Linux Ras- mm. Raspbian. Yeah. Gotcha. Raspbian. Hence, that's the controller for it. But you can pretty much integrate it into anything. Yeah. Is the whole deal behind it. It's yeah. Small, cheap. You know, use it to build your smart objects. So we're gonna play. Let's play a little game here. I guess it's a game where we're gonna come up with ideas of what Matt can do with this Raspberry Pi. Because you don't know what you got to do with it, do you? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I got it. I was, I, had, I was like, man, I got to get one of these. And yeah. I got it. And I don't know. <laughs> Anybody have any ideas? I program for a living. I, you would think I could think of something to do with this. One thing to do with it? I can't. It's it's not one thing. That's the problem. It's, it's like I need four or five of them. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if I use that, then I'm going to have to buy another one. It's like another... I mean, after you get the case and everything, it's seventy dollars down the drain. So, what can I do with this? Thing? What can you do? Go for it, Brian. Anything if you can dream it. Crapper counter. Crapper counter. You <laughs> tell me more. I I need to hear this. <laughs> just, just set up a little a little screen. That's a number counter, and every time you crap. It just increases. There you go. It could monitor the viscosity the of viscosity. my stool. <laughs> Give you accurate measurements. Yeah. Tell me when I'm not eating enough fiber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. That's pretty biologically intensive. <laughs> are you uh, are you against uh, technological implants? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to. I'd have to proceed. Yeah, I'd have to. <laughs> I would say, what if he turned the giant, like, floor-to-ceiling mirror into a smart mirror, a magic mirror? Oh, I've mirror. seen that. That's, that's super cool. The mirrors are cool. But 
I'm I could do it with the one in the apartment. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the one built into the wall. Dude, I would have to pay for that when I moved out. I would <laughs> yeah. break Nobody that would ever thing. know, dude. Nobody would ever know. Well, you just turn it off when you leave and just leave the Raspberry Pi. It's 30 bucks. <laughs> I should no, what I should do is I should make it yeah. and then turn it off. And then set it to come back on yeah. at some <laughs> random time in the future. So just throw a script in there so it triggers like, <laughs> like the screen comes on. Somebody's looking at it. Attention, human. Yeah. If they stand there for more than five minutes, it comes on. <laughs> there you go. That would flip somebody out. It would. Hey, quit taking selfies. Make it like display faces. I was yeah. I was gonna thing. say do the the um, the Snapchat filter so that it like it pops like. Distortion over their face. <laughs> Make them think they're going insane. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you gaslight in the 21st century. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay, handle it, man. All right. Oh. So, what else can I do with this thing? Because I, I don't know. It's just. Did you know that you could put emulators and ROMs on it? I did know that, and I actually have all of them on my PC right now, and I thought about it. Hook it straight to your TV. I feel like I'm gonna throw in the towel and do that. Yeah. I feel like that's what's gonna happen with it. And then it also has uh, Cody the streaming. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. you can do that if you want to, but. That's cool. Well, let's do this then. If anybody out there has any ideas, send us an email oh, man. at bitbybitpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> bitxbitpodcast at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> bitxbitpodcast at gmail.com. Put in the tagline, Raspberry Pi, so we know what you're talking about. And we'll read them on the next episode. Or one coming up. I can't promise anything. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're moving on. We're moving on. So I got the opportunity to play the Call of Duty World War II beta. Yes, how was it? It was pretty good, man. I have to say, I haven't had that much fun playing Call of Duty since Modern Warfare, the first yeah. one, or Call of Duty 2. Ooh. Like, it feels like old Call of Duty. Mm. And I it's fun. Might be making an investment. Yeah. I mean, on PC, we had like a huge problem with hackers in the beta. Like, you get to, they do this thing now where it's like, bronze service star. It's somebody that got like a triple or quadruple kill sure. in the middle of the game. And it shows that clip at the end so mm. the final kill came. And it would just be like, Total aimbot, like you knew, you know, like just it was tap, just tap, like tap, tap. it would zip around the screen and like no tongue flat, exactly perfect every time, yeah. hitting people like through the geometry almost, like shots that you wouldn't know you could take as a human player. And uh, but anyway, besides that, that's why I quit playing the beta after a while. But I'm into that point. It was so much fun. Mm -hmm. I have to say, based on the beta, I recommend buying Call of Duty, yeah. which is something I haven't done in like eight years <laughs> yeah like a long time is it's more are the matches a little more um or more slowly paced rather there are some that are but there are some that are regular call of duty so you've got like your regular team death match you've got domination you know which is like a multi-capture point which is straight out of battlefield like battlefield sure, has already sure. done that um call of duty lost me at black ops because it was right. just, like, I felt like every time I would quit playing that, I wouldn't be able to sleep. And I'd be like, I'm on verge of a panic attack. <laughs> it was, it's just too much, because you're just like, oh, oh God. I know, like, it's really constantly. Intense. And what sucks is if you quit playing, then you're going to fall behind. You like, yeah. feel like you have to keep playing. Yeah. yeah. 
I get to, I mean, I prestiged on Black Ops 2 probably three times. Yeah. And why? Why did I do that? Right, yeah. I know. Yeah. I did, why? I prestiged on Advanced Warfare. That's the only one I've played since like Modern Warfare 1 or 2, not Modern Warfare 2. And I don't know, you can't explain it. It's like that uh, that addiction thing I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Where it like caters to, you know, and you're like, you feel like you gotta get that, that feeling, you know, like, oh, I made it. I ranked up. My question is, will I be able to have the cheat code that turns my bullets into photon torpedoes? Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> Not without was, being mad. I think that was Medal of Honor. <laughs> that was Medal of Honor. Oh, man. Medal of Honor. Frontlines. Front yep. yep. I forgot those existed. Yeah, I, can, I can still hear that intro, like... Yeah, no. You'd storm the beach at Normandy, there'd be like three other soldiers with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like Xbox, like the original Xbox and PS2 era. GameCube. Yeah, GameCube, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Oh, GameCube. So, okay, so I want to tell you guys about another game I've been playing. And this is like a shameless shout out to... Uh, my friend. Yes, your your connection. <laughs> my connection, yeah. She, well, she's my mentor, but she works at this place called Outpost Games. They're a newer indie studio. Um, they all rally behind this new idea for a game that I think is really, really cool. So it's kind of a take on the Battle Royale genre, and I've had a chance to play it now, and it's like crazy fun. I, I haven't had this much fun since like Halo 2 multiplayer, probably. Um, so Battle Royale style, 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 I will, <laughs> with like Come Australian emphasis. Battle Royale. Strip on the Bobby. Battle Royale. Um, <laughs> it's, it's Battle Royale. They drop you on this island and it's huge. It's like PUBG, but it might even be bigger. Like yeah. it feels like it's bigger. Um, and it's it's definitely divided up into areas kind of like old adventure games were where like the walls were too high You know where you had to navigate through an area instead of like just it being open and So they drop you on this island It doesn't give you a player count to tell you how many people are left, but people can die at any moment What's interesting about this game is there's an objective. You have to actually go into the island, you have to obtain a relic, you have to then signal for a helicopter with a flare gun and then get to the extraction zone. And the first three uh, characters, the first three players that do that win the game, they get extracted. But there's AI enemies on the map as well. They're like these creatures that control the island and uh, will guard the relics. And sometimes you'll find a creature with a relic like on its back, so you have to kill it in order to take it. This game is revolutionizing, I feel like, the way that you communicate with people online. So there's a huge emphasis on voice to the point where, um, like, facial tracking for your voice that you're putting in through your microphone was, like, one of the primary features of it. So your character looks like they're saying what you're saying. So, say, so the only voice communication you have in the game is either proximity voice, or they give you a radio. And the radio, you can pull it up with Q, like holding Q down, and then you like scroll through the channels with the mouse button, and you can scan through all the channels and see if there's players on them. And if you do, you can try and meet up, like, or you can try and be a lone wolf, you know, and not trust anybody. But what's really cool is like you can just walk up to this group of people you find and hold F and you hold your hand up and they do the same thing and you high five. And then you're, <laughs> it puts you in an alliance together. So they turn up as like a green like ally instead of an enemy or just neutral. And you can turn on them at any time. <laughs> so, which just makes it kind of interesting. 
Um, in addition to that, you also uh, have this uh, like infection. So if like an enemy hits you too many times, you can become infected, and you have to eat these mushrooms you find grinding like growing on the island to like fend off the uh, the infection. But there there's like very few cures you can find them, but they're around. Wild mushrooms are always a good idea. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> always wild mushrooms. Eat all of the ones that you find. <laughs> so. PSA bit by bit. PSA bit by bit. I will not help be held responsible for the results of it. But so all of that aside, like that's the primary game and just like trying to survive, you know, and whatnot and finding weapons and whatnot, just like kind of PUBG and then just coming across a group of players, you know, or like getting trapped in a situation where you can't get out of and you just pull up the radio and you're like, is anybody out there? And you're just like <laughs> scrolling through chip. I need help. I need help. I'm going to die. But they have partnered with this new streaming service called Hero. And... Through the hero streaming service you can watch somebody playing the game just like you would on twitch or mixer but you're able to actually provide feedback on the fly mm-hmm. so it was cool because as i'm playing the game i had to do nothing it was already streaming for me mm-hmm. so i could see at the bottom there were four people watching me at that time and like i'm running through this little cave and i like break open a thing and i get a knife and then i see like a clapping emoji pop up at the bottom of the screen um, and then I, all right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, cool. Okay, so people that are watching like approve of this. So then I go out. I meet up with this group of people, and we we're together for a while. But it, then they turn on me eventually, and then I get like a little angry face, like pop up at the bottom. So it's it's really cool to get like feedback on the fly of the viewers, That's which awesome. is interesting. So then they've taken that in turn and kind of made the game almost into a game show to kind of incorporate that further. So it's almost like a game show theme. And what I think is hilarious is before the game starts, they have you up all like on these pedestals um, and the camera goes to each individual player and you get 10 seconds to say why you're a reliable like teammate, like why they should (laughs) trust you. And so you get to do it like on the fly in the lobby before the, the match starts through your microphone and it sinks to your character's mouth and you can do emotes. So you can like point at the screen and be like, you shouldn't trust me. Like I'm going to stab you in the back or whatever, you yeah. know. But that was like a source of endless like hilarity. Like everybody's intro was just so funny. And I would, I would say I don't know. horrible, irredeemable things. Just horrible yeah, things. And there's, Mom! No, I'm in the middle of a game! I'll do it! I'll do it later! No! No! I can't push pause, it's online! Exactly, that's it. No, don't turn it off! (laughs) Please, no! And then it goes to the next one. Have you ever had that happen? No. no. I was too oh, poor to man. afford good internet. <laughs> oh, man. I just remember that kid that was screaming on Gears of War. Do you remember that? Which one? Where he was just like, ah! Oh, yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah, we, there, was, there was somebody in Gears. That was the best. So we, I muted him. You muted him. Somebody else, everybody in our party muted him, but we could still hear him. Yeah, he was like coming through somebody else's mic <laughs> in into the public lobby. So we got rid of him, but not really. <laughs> oh man, good times, dude. Oh man, good times. I miss those days. I miss land parties. I know, man. man. Is that still even possible? With yeah. Gen? yeah. 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 We could do it. 
Ethernet cord that you have a router. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just how many people can you fit in a single room and get logged into Xbox Live. Sure. Now, <laughs> it, uh, am I wrong? <laughs> no. <laughs> Bring my PC up here. We could just camp out. There we go. Yeah. I, might, I might do that with pages. I was gonna say. I was gonna <laughs> say. My laptop down in my mouse. Land party. I'll, land yeah, I'll look at. I'll, I'll, land I'll party. drive my PC the thirty miles out here. <laughs> you should. Oh, you man. should. Hopefully, the internet could support that. I oh, can man. use mine if it doesn't. <laughs> True. We can just use both of ours. True. Okay, so last thing. This is the last thing, and then we're gonna go because it's getting late. Let's talk about the Atari box. What do you What do you guys know about the Atari box? I don't know anything. Okay. That it looks like a sad disappointment. Oh wait, I do know something. Oh wait, <laughs> that is what I know. <laughs> what do you know about the Atari box, Matthew? Um, I mean nothing other than it looks like a sad disappointment. No, I do remember hearing about this though. They're releasing a new system, right? They are. Technically. That looks. I like that. Like. It, I, I it like looks the way good. it looks. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good aesthetic. With the wood grain. Is it going to be a legit console or are they making it So this is the thing nobody knows. It's gonna oh. it's obviously gonna ship with a bunch of Atari's original, you know, like gaming library. But they're saying it's gonna support new gen games. Which the Ouya supported new gen games, but they were like Android versions. Right. Yeah. Super scaled back. I wonder though, because the one thing that, that did not have was the Atari name attached to it. Sure. True. Sure. That's huge. Atari, a new console, 20 years after their last one or whatever. <laughs> 20 years after they buried the copies of E.T. in the desert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which we have now dug up. I think, yeah, yeah. They, they dug yeah. that shit up last year. Found the E.T. horde in the desert. It was true. Long speculated that it wasn't, but... Yeah, I like that. And, I, I mean, is it... Are those all concept images? <laughs> no, that's... I mean, that's that's what it's supposed to look like. There's two different versions. Uh, I mean, one's the wood green, and the other is the, the all black with the, you know, the red logo on the front. I'm glad they did wood green on it, too, because it's yeah. completely fitting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super retro. Look like wood paneling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's I, I mean, at the very least, it looks cool. It would look nice on a... in your home. Sure, yeah. I mean, it looks small enough that it could disappear on your entertainment center, you know? For sure. But yeah. is it is it going to do enough... To justify itself, I don't think so. I think this What's is its place in the market. What What was the in, the Nvidia Shield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's that's about what I expect here. Some people will have it, but it's not going to be anything crazy. Yeah, and I think I'm with you on that. Like, I don't think because this isn't. You really got to come out of left field to to do anything in the console market right oh, now. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like not only would they have to launch this, have it support current-gen games, third-party especially, but they'd have to launch an entirely new line of their own proprietary software, you know, yeah. their own IPs that they could only get that look amazing, you know. Maybe they'll surprise us. What's their game changer? Right. What As is of right now, it doesn't appear that there is one. What if it's a cable box? Because it kind of does look like a cable box. It does. It does. <laughs> kind of looks like a cable box. What if it's a cable box, but it also plays 
Betamax. <laughs> <laughs> Betamax. I mean, the Xbox is a cable box, really. I guess you're right. You know what? I've had cable for a while, and I've not thought to integrate that with my Xbox. You should. I should. Supposedly, it's super cool, because I don't like switching to another HDMI channel. Yeah. I just don't. Dude, I run my PS4 through mine. Do you? Yeah. Just go to Xbox, watch TV, and it goes to my PS4. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So it's um, supposed to run on a Linux-based operating system, which, what you know, who knows what that means specifically. It could be anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's supposed to have a full PC experience for the TV, a.k.a. the PC. <laughs> so it's a Steam it's box. It's a Steam box, yeah, 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 with the Atari logo. Can handle streaming apps, streaming apps, social media, web browsing, and music. Atari said on Tuesday of if it's got if it's Linux based, it's going to be probably custom, something similar to Android. Mm -hmm. so, which might be the right route to go. Do something completely proprietary. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, if they could come in and just, like, revolutionize it all, but if it had, like, a super clean UI, like, had a great online system, mm -hmm. I don't know. It could have potential. Let's say Atari Box is an open system, and while our user interface will be easy to use, people will also be free to access and customize the underlying OS. Open yeah. source. Yeah, it's Linux, man. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> um... I think Linux should be watched closely okay. in the gaming community because, I, I mean, at the end of the day, and I'm a fanboy anyway because I love Linux, it, there's so much potential there to make just a killing in the market and nobody's really tapping it right now. I mean, there's some... and In, in terms of what, though? It's just like operating system. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. better. It's so customizable, and I like if it, I kind of like that. I kind of like the fact that it is customizable, but it scares a lot of people away because it's. Oh yeah. I mean, it's. I I don't think it's that bad, but I do that for a living, so. Right. <laughs> the issue that I one of the issues that I find here is the price point between two hundred fifty three hundred dollars. Which throws it right like they're saying they're saying hey we're making a new console, that's that's the console price range. Well, I guess it would you know could be higher than that. So but it's, it's a little... I want to pose you a question. Here. Sure, sure. The Atari box it's coming out three hundred bucks. It ships with that console right there, the mm -hmm. black one, two controllers. Okay, mm -hmm. comes with the Atari uh, original catalog of games, and it supports every third party game currently on the market. Is it still worth the three hundred dollars? Could you fork out three hundred dollars for it? It's at least. Then what does it have that I don't already have? It's, right. It's at least at a price point that it's a safe gamble. Sure. Think so? Yeah. But you could also you're capable of getting in and actually like messing with the OS and whatnot though. Yeah, you so can does, make it does run. It have you know, like Super Nintendo games and. <laughs> right. Is there more incentive for you to buy it as a programmer than there is for just the casual consumer? I would build that. Yeah, but is with your raspberry, yeah, that would be disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> it was basically just a raspberry pie. 
With the art, with the tar. Yeah, yeah, it's just the shell. You open it up and it's just all empty. There's just one. Like, <laughs> 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 like a wireless controller for the controllers. Do you think they would be wireless? I would hope so. Yeah, I think, but I mean, looking at the design. The mini NES wasn't. But, I mean, Bluetooth is, like, so affordable now. Sure. You know, to put in the stuff. I feel like there's no reason why it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I think that the NES systems are pretty much a nostalgia trip, too. I think that's I, a huge reason why. I think that's why they did it that way. But, yeah. But I wouldn't know because they sold out in 20 seconds. So. I know. And I now, do, oh, I man. I the other day that followed. Oh, man. I got to rant here for a second. I wrestled some jimmies. I got to, yeah. The mini NES was announced. Uh, Jenna's not much of a gamer. Yeah. But she loves the original Mario. Not yeah. like, not like, you like know, Super Mario not, like, Bros? not like Donkey Kong, you know, where you're jumping up and stuff like that. Yeah. Like Super Mario Bros. Yeah. It's yeah. a great game. Yeah. And uh, when she saw that the mini NES was coming out, she was like, I want that. Which is not, is super rare. Yeah. So you're jumping on that opportunity. Yeah, like... All right, yeah, I'm going to get you this. Not only is, not only you know, is this getting putting a video game in your hands and saying, hey, why don't you play this? You know, why don't you play a little bit more video games so I don't feel, you know, as guilty for my addiction here. <laughs> so I can go play video games yeah. in the other room. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's usually but, what I do. But it's also, uh, you've, you've, you've straight up said, I want this. And by all means, am I going to go... Yes, you don't have to lay it on any thicker than that. <laughs> I will buy you this. And then the supply, like, oh, man. So so the, the supply and scalpers and just everything. And then they said, oh, we're not going to make it anymore. And then so I, as soon as they, like, the second that I found out that it, they were discontinuing it, I, I, I bit the bullet. And I paid 220 bucks for one. I was getting ready to ask you how much you spent <laughs> on eBay yeah. or oh, another third-party seller site. Was it worth it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was worth it because because of, I knew that she wanted it. And the thing that 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 ooh grinds my gears is this is now they're saying oh we'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Are you oh, kidding me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was like the uh, that Rick and Morty. The Szechuan sauce. Yeah, they released like three jugs and Dead Mouse Dude, bought one of them. Yeah, like, it's this yeah. weekend. They're bringing it back this weekend. It's at the one in Broad Ripple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McDonald's it, it's oh, going to be one day only on the 6th. <laughs> that place is going to be swamped. It's the 7th. Get that Szechuan sauce. Yeah. I like that it's like the, is it the one by all the head shops? That's perfect. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. They know their clients. No out. kidding. That's like the best. demographic. Yeah, yeah see? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> It's like when Taco Bell did the Doritos Locos Tacos. Yeah, the fourth meal. There you go. Yeah, fourth meal. Yeah. <laughs> it was that catering. We all know. <laughs> we all know. Bring um, back the mini crunch wraps. Crunch wraps. Oh man. All right, that's been the big one. We're out of here. <laughs> so I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's episode. Um, great to have. <laughs> Matt and Brian in the same room, We're which here. is great. But also great to have Matt on, because that's not typical. Hopefully, we'll have you back many more times. I hope. I hope you have me back. I like coming over. Yeah, we'll have you back. So this has been the Bit by Bit podcast. See ya. See ya. See ya.
just like that, it was over. Season 1 of the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show that is approved for robot consumption, is at an end. 26 episodes lost to history. Get ready for the next 26 and however many others follow. You can always reach out to us at the bitxbitpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you liked about Season 1. What would you like us to uh, improve? You know, what, uh, what sort of content would you like to see? We've had some great suggestions from people in the community already, and those topics will be discussed on uh, future episodes coming up here in Season 2. So October 31st, Season 2, Episode 1. Make sure you're here to check it out. All kinds of new stuff coming at you. New logo, new format, new content, new guests. All kinds of new stuff. You're not going to want to miss it. So get at us. We will see you in a couple weeks. Thank you guys for everything. See you soon. Switches the bomb. Come on, man. Sorry, this room. Yeah, how's that ASMR right for you guys? ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Woo! It's all those veggies I ate for dinner. Plus all that beer. <laughs> that doesn't help. No. <laughs> And welcome back to the Bit by Bit podcast. I am your host, Paige Walker, and here I am today with the filliest of the fills, the owner of the Ottoman, the one who doesn't like to be pet, Philip J. Walker. Woo! That's all I got. He's a cat. <laughs> He's a cat.